0: On our spotlight today on KRWC, it is the second Wednesday of the month. We reserve time each month on the second Wednesday for a discussion with various personnel from Wright County's Public Health Department. We're going to talk to somebody new from Public Health today. Lori Blanket is with uh, Wright County Public Health. She's a Drug-Free Communities Coordinator and works with the META Coalition. And Lori, welcome and welcome to our spotlight show.
1: Thank you so much, Tim. Good to be here.
0: I oftentimes think to myself, it's getting harder and harder to find somebody from public health that has not been on spotlight. But uh, I guess in your case, we we get you pretty early. You're kind of a newcomer to at least to to our area.
1: Yes, um, I was hired uh, and started March first, and so I'm I'm brand new to Wright County Public Health, and I'm actually brand new to Wright County. My husband and I just got um, a house in. Monticello that we'll be moving into in July.
0: Fantastic. Well, good. We, uh, we certainly welcome you. Talk a little bit about, uh, what you've been doing prior to, to joining the team here at Wright County.
1: I've worked mainly in school districts and, um, you know, youth development. Uh, the last job that I had, um, I worked in two different high schools with career advising. And so, um, It's it's been an interesting transition to work in high schools and then working for a county grant where you're working with all 10 high schools in the county.
0: And the basic structure or you're working primarily through and with MEDA, is that one of one of your main functions there, too?
2: It is. So the drug
1: free Communities grant that Wright County got for the very first time uh, with Drug-Free Communities Grants, you are always working with a coalition. They really like to see an established coalition, much like MEDA, because MEDA, as it stands for Mentorship, Education, and Drug Awareness, it started out standing for methamphetamine education and drug awareness back in 2004 when it started. So they really like to see that all of these community sectors coming together, and there are 12 sectors that sort of need to come together, and they love to see that. And I think that's one of the main reasons why we were able to get the drug-free community grant is because MEDA is so powerful in this county.
0: Great. And I'm going to give you an opportunity just to kind of uh, introduce Caitlin and talk a little bit about uh, what her role is, too. And maybe the two of you can chat about uh, Caitlin's role on uh, the MEDA organization.
1: Yes. um, I'm going to introduce to you uh, Caitlin Main. She is a youth member of MEDA. She's been uh, on the coalition for a little over a year. And Caitlin, what, what was it that drew you to the coalition? I don't know if I've asked you that question before.
2: Um. Well, my mom is also part of Wright County Public Health, and she brought it up to me. And I'm in a lot of sports, and the big thing that they focus on I mean if you want to be eligible you know you have to have good grades and all that stuff but it's also making smart choices with uh, what you do and that considers drug use and so I thought it'd be a great way to kind of show that to my fellow athletes and fellow peers that you know we can't make these bad decisions especially if we want to play on our sports teams let alone just in life not to use any of these and I Yeah, I really wanted to show that I'm against it and to hold myself responsible and my teammates. I love that. I love that. And
1: you wanted to be a part of the solution. You saw that there was probably an issue with it and you wanted to be a part of the solution. You are the only youth member. I'd I'd love to have more youth members on MEDA. You're the only one and you're a senior this year. And so it's been quite an experience this last year being a part of a coalition where it's been during the pandemic, we haven't been able to meet in person. So I'm sure you got a little bit different experience than you would have had they been meeting in person. But what's it been like to meet with all of these community sectors and see how everything comes together with Mita?
2: It is quite amazing. I mean, I remember the first meeting, it's quite unfortunate that I never actually got to go to an in-person meeting. But even just on those online calls, it was, I didn't expect to see as many um, powerful and citizens. And, and yeah, there's a lot of organizations that are represented, aren't there? Yeah, I didn't, it was a lot. And like, wow, I'm part of a really, really big thing. This isn't just a small side thing. This is a really important group of people. Yes. You know,
1: we we give out these mini grants with NIDA, and I think it's it's important to also say that Caitlin is is a part of a, the Irish Mentors group. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And that's that's right in Maple Lake High School,
2: correct? Yes. So this group, it's I like to base it like a student council, but it's it's much bigger than that. It's uh you can't just you know. Uh, campaign for it, you are selected by the principal and superintendent to be on it. And it's only juniors and seniors, but it's more community service, let alone school functions. I mean, we do lots of things. I mean, uh, December is when we really start to do our projects, and it starts with Christmas baskets for people who don't have enough to give their families. So we make Christmas baskets and deliver them. We do a blood drive in February where we run it, where we, you know, uh, organize it, give people food after they're done, make sure they're okay. We uh, during prom week we also are very adamant about make sure that no one is drinking and driving and no one's doing drugs and stuff like that, so we don't have any accidents. And so we put on a prom week where it's we represent, we do stars in our hallways to show how many teens have died throughout mm. the- for drunk driving accidents. And we do a Grim Reaper day where we actually dress up and we can't talk, we can't do anything with anybody. So it would be like somebody actually passed away in our class just to really grasp on what would, what would happen if we decided to do this on a prom night. and. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, with the pandemic this year, we couldn't, but in past years, they've done speakers that come in and talk to us about their past experience and and accidents that have happened. Yeah, that's a big one. Our prom week is a big one. We also tried for the past couple of years to do a mock crash, kind of going along with prom week. It's a little later in the year, but we tried to do mock crash because that one, they did it once throughout my high school career. And it's, that's a big, powerful one to really grasp around. It's really kind of hard to watch because it's we're in it. Our Irish mentors are acting in it, and it's kind of really opens your eyes to see that, oh, this could really happen to somebody I know, and it's very eye-opening. So we do a lot of community and awareness stuff in this group. I think that's
1: just great, and I um, I do want to say that the Irish mentors did submit an application Give out these grants and it could be up to five hundred dollars and I can announce that the Irish mentors did get their five hundred dollar uh, grant from MEDA. They're going to be going into the fifth and sixth grade classes and talking about the dangers of vaping and using tobacco products. Um, they're going to provide like prizes and educational materials to encourage participation from all the students and um, then they're going to be disseminating like alcohol awareness information to the students in the high school as well. so, I, I think it's a great plan, and it's one of the reasons why we give out these mini grants is to create a buzz in the community and including in the schools.
0: Fantastic. You're listening to our spotlight today, our public health spotlight for the month of May. And our guests are Lori Blockett with Rye County Public Health and Caitlin Main, who is with Maple Lake High School and a member. Uh, student member, youth member of the META Coalition. Uh, Lori, let's get back to you for a minute and talk a little bit now about uh, you're with the uh, Drug-Free Community uh, Program, and uh, you're the coordinator. Talk a little bit about the recent grant and what's going to happen from here.
1: Right. So we just got the grant in January, and then again, I was was hired in March. There's uh, some pretty intense training that goes on in that first year of a Drug-Free Communities grant. It is a five-year grant. You can apply for it twice. So at the most, we will have that in Wright County for 10 years. But for sure for five years, it's $125,000 a year. And um, like I said, that that first year really is about this intense training. And the overall goals of a DFC, that's what we call it, Drug-Free Communities DFC grant, are to increase community collaboration and decrease substance use. And uh, so the training really helps you do that and to kind of look at all the sectors, all the different places that are kind of our boots on the ground, and taking a look at our local conditions. How are we going to make a difference and, and prevent alcohol, tobacco, marijuana specifically? That's what our grant is, is tackling. Those three substances. How can we decrease access? How can we make it easier for youth to make the right choice? Kind of like what Caitlin was talking about. And um, so this intense training we did go through is called, uh, the first one is called NCA or the National Coalition Academy. And Christine Hewson, who is the county commissioner, and she is the chair of MEDA. Uh, Jacob Anson, he is also from Wright County Public Health, and he's the secretary of MEDA. The three of us attended that National Coalition Academy a few weeks ago, and we'll attend two more weeks of it throughout this year. And at the end of the year, we get uh, we get to go through a graduation, and the graduation It sounds like we're going to have the president of the United States as a speaker at our graduation. So that's kind of a big deal.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. Um, I note here that you currently are working with the Monticello School District. Talk a little bit about that. And I assume that's just sort of a uh, jumping off point or a starting point. But talk about what's been going on there and uh, how this will branch out to other areas.
1: Yes, Monticello, I met with their school counselors and vice principal a few weeks ago. They really have a lot going on in regards to prevention programming. They've done so much throughout the years, and so what we're going to try to do there is make them into a model and a kind of template, try to create as much buzz around that as possible, try to uh, really beef up the programs that they've already done, and create one overarching program. It's been really great to work with them. They are so excited to create a youth board and uh, create this this prevention programming through the Drug-Free Communities Grant. They're very excited about that. They were very grateful for the community partnership that we're creating.
0: I would imagine, Lori, that uh, to some extent um, you can kind of uh, set a template, if you will, kind of maybe based on some of the positive things that have been seen uh, with a school district such as Monticello. And it can be, uh, you know, generally adapted to most other schools. Might need to be tweaked a little bit here and there, depending on if there's any, you know, something a little bit different geographically between the districts. But uh, is that the plan, is to kind of get a template going for each of the districts?
1: It is. It is. In the, in the grant itself, um, it states that, you know, we'll, we'll be eventually and hopefully creating programming in all 10 school districts and have a youth board in each one of those school districts as well. So, yes, I think that's the perfect way of putting it. You have the template, and then you you have to look at the local conditions in each one of the school districts, too, and so you you do need to tweak it.
0: All right, let's uh, shift to National Prevention Awareness Week, which is actually being observed this week, so this uh, is pretty fitting to come to spotlight this week.
1: It sure is. It's good to be interviewed by, by you during National Prevention Awareness Week. It's May 9th through the 15th, so we're right in the middle of it. And um, for Wednesday, the theme is Preventing Illicit Drug Use and Youth Marijuana Use. There's a theme every day. And when you look at illicit drug use and youth marijuana use in Wright County, uh, you look at you know that greater than 83% of Wright County High School students do not use uh, marijuana daily, for instance. Um, Nearly 100% don't use any other illegal drugs, but a lot of youth seem to think that there are more of their peers partaking in these drugs than there actually are. So we'll be launching a media campaign that will remind youth that they are in the majority. When they steer clear of alcohol, tobacco, marijuana, they're in the majority, vast majority. So that'll be an exciting campaign that we launch here very soon.
0: That's kind of interesting. Uh, you might think or I bet that a lot of uh, teens or peers kind of, as you said, sort of believe the other way that, uh, you know, that it everybody's might be. doing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's kind of been the uh, theme for decades, really. Well, everybody's doing it.
1: It, it is. And, and and if you can shake that up a bit with the reality of the situation, I think they can feel really good about uh, the fact that they're steering clear with uh, of it, just like a vast majority of their peers.
0: All right. Uh, again, we're talking with uh, Lori Blankett and uh, also Caitlin Main on our spotlight here today on KRWC. What else goes on this week, uh, Lori, as far as uh, you said, there's kind of a theme each day. Uh, and then there's some other things that you kind of want to explain about uh, this particular organization and program, too.
1: Well, National Prevention Week occurs in May. I thought this was kind of interesting because it's near the start of summer, and that's when adolescents and full-time college students, that's when they most often use substances for the first time. So first-time users are usually coming up for right in the summer. And so I think I think it's great to have that National Prevention Awareness Week right now and put a spotlight, no pun intended, <laughs> on on on, you know, what we can do to prevent and a lot of that has to do with education and talking and I, I want to just um, bring everybody to our website, media.net, M-E-A-D-A.net, because that is such a great resource for parents, community members. Um, plus, if you want to uh, get a grant, one of those mini grants that Caitlin uh, and her uh, Irish Mentors Group got, that's the place to get it. So, uh, if you if you have any questions, um, if you're a parent out there and you want to know how to talk to your child, that's a great place to start. And you can email me. You can write um, directly from there. there. We also have Facebook, at Wright County Media, and Instagram, at WC media. So I, I'd like everybody to like and follow, subscribe, do all that jazz um, for all three of those, uh, you know, our, our social media pages.
0: And, Lori, are the sort of the uh, parts of the ongoing uh, issues with the uh, Drug-Free Communities uh, grant, um, is that going to be established as we go into next year? We're kind of at the end of a school year right now.
1: For the school, yes. that's. I think that now is a great time to start planning for next year and beyond. And uh, But in the community at large, so it's not, you know, Drug-Free Communities is not, a program it's not just for the schools it is um comprehensive and we we want to look at every part of our local conditions in wright county every single part of wright county and we want to address that we want to address the needs surrounding substance use in all of the communities in wright county
0: great and caitlin let's bring you back in for just a second before we uh, wrap up here today i don't know if uh uh, you have solidified pr- plans here for after high school, but um, I would think that uh, the experience with uh, Mita and other groups such as Irish Mentors probably is going to have a little bit of an effect on on what you do in the future. Have you, have you decided on a, a path here for after uh, your senior year finishes? Um, yeah.
2: Uh, I have decided I'm going to go to the University of Minnesota in Duluth. I want to pursue a career in education. I am unsure of the age group or specifically what subject I would like to do, but I know I would like to coach a sport of some sort, and I want to bring drug awareness into that somehow just to let kids know and to teach them that the choices that you make when you're young like this carry on to when you become older. And I want to make sure I teach them that If you make these decisions, it's going to come and bite you in the butt when you get older Mm -hmm. and make sure that they make the right decisions and do all that good stuff.
0: Kind of continuing on the mentoring process only uh, as a full adult rather than uh, a peer. But that sounds fantastic. And we certainly wish you the best of success in your. Future education and your future in general. Lori, let's bring it back to you to uh, wrap up. Give us a couple of uh, wrap ups here again as far as website or uh, other connections for any questions on this particular topic or anything else with uh, public health in general.
1: Right. If anybody has any questions on META and or the Directory Communities Grant, META.net. Uh Facebook is at Wright County META, Instagram at WC Mita. And MEDA is always M-E-A-D-A.
2: So, yeah,
1: if you have any questions, if you want to become involved, uh, if you um, are excited about prevention in any way, I'd like to talk to you.
0: Sounds great. And we uh, certainly welcome uh, the next opportunity to talk with you. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to meet in person here one of these days. We're getting closer, it sounds like, to uh, kind of restoring our normal, which is uh, generally uh, in-person interviews here at the studios. So... uh, at some point, maybe we'll be able to to meet and do that as well.
1: That sounds great.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much. Again, Lori Blockett with Wright County Public Health, the Drug-Free Communities Coordinator for the META Coalition and also a youth member of META, Caitlin Maine. Thanks both uh, of you for being with us here today for today's Spotlight. And uh, again, stay safe and best of luck to you.
2: Thank you. Yes, thank you.
0: That concludes today's Spotlight on KRWC.